which is part of the media ministry of Cornerstone Church. You can listen to this and other messages on our website at www.corner-stone.org or by subscribing to our podcast. Um, let's go to the Lord in prayer before I start so I don't mess up. I do Father, Lord, we thank you for today. Lord, uh, Lord, we thank you for waking each one of us up. And, and Lord, we just pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ that aren't here today at Cornerstone or Lord, that are overseas in, in, in harm's way, sharing the gospel because the gospel is what it's about. Lord, we make it about all this other stuff, but Lord, it's about the gospel. And Lord, it's about self-control, and that's what we're going to talk about today, Lord. And I just pray that everything that comes out of my mouth will be pleasing to you. Lord, that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart would be a fragrant offering to you. And Lord, uh, once again, I'm humbled to stand here uh, to share your word. Lord, be with us. Be with Ricky and his family as, uh, as we discuss some of that later. Uh, but Lord, just really, Lord, to each person that's in this room today, Lord, this message is directed at them. Lord, it's directed at all of us and, and how we can change and how we can become better followers, born-again believers, um, chasing after your own heart. Lord, we love you and we praise you. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. So when I told my wife what we're preaching on, she said, are you serious? You must be preaching to yourself. I said, of course I am. And so once again, if I look at you today, I'm not preaching right at you, but I am. But all the fingers are coming right back at me because this is a message for me, and that's what I think is neat when I get the opportunity to, to share his word everywhere I go is that um, what a teaching it is for me. Um, just one, digging into the word and and the obstacles that come up, and it just seems like every time the weeks before I get a chance to speak in front of people, things happen, and, you know, so that's here or there. But you should have got a bulletin. There's some announcements in there, and there's a little sheet of paper. Um, if you don't, there's some more on the front. This is a VBS supply list. We need some of these things. Um, we know you already tied the church. You, you, you give to other organizations, but we need some of these things to make VBS happen. Um, so please see Sherry or myself. There'll be a bin in the front desk, uh, the front of the in the foyer here, where we can put this stuff. Um, but please, please see this, and please tell them about VBS. It's it's July 17th, 18th, and we finish up with them singing in church on the 19th. Two hours on Friday night, and five or six hours on Saturday. We can do it. Last year it was awesome, um, and you know there'll be some craziness going on, probably a bounce house or slip and slide or some of that silliness. Um, because that's what we do. Last week, um, and I, I have to ask for your forgiveness, when I get up here after Jackie preach, I like to take the microphone and I like to have another sermon after the sermon, okay? And I was told that people are ready to go, okay? And the workers are ready to go, and I get up here and I keep talking. So I ask for y'all's forgiveness because I try to go long-winded and I can see that clock and so I'll make sure I'm, I'm on time because I know lunch is important. There's a new Bojangles that someone was waiting in line at 4 o'clock this morning to get a free gift card. I mean, we can't even get to go to church, but we'll wait in line to go to Bojangles at 4 o'clock in the morning. They don't open until 7 o'clock so I can get a free gift card. So that's, that's where our priorities are, but that's, I'm, I'm, I'm derailing. But last week when I did, I said, hey, do something this week for somebody just because. Did anybody do it that would want to share? Okay. 
I hope somebody did it and didn't want to share, but that's a whole other topic. Okay, that's a whole other topic of did you do something for somebody just because? And it can't be your husband or wife. It can be, but that's an easy one. Okay, so, but today we're going to talk about self-control and the lack, or the lack thereof. And none of us have lack of self-control. Mine is my mouth. It just goes. And it just goes. And sometimes my brain isn't there. Um, so what is self-control? What, what, go ahead, Connor. Okay, all right, that's a good definition. What else? What is self-control? Listening. Listening. All right, what about, what, all right. Yes, sir? Control your actions. So control was in there a lot. I say it as the ability to say no. Okay? So, but Webster says, Webster's Dictionary, which I should have got it off WikiLeaks or whatever that is. We can change it whenever you want to change it. According to Webster's, restraint exercised over one's own impulses, emotions, desires, or passions. Okay? Control over, or restraint exercised over one's own impulses, emotions, desires, or passions. And then, like I said, I think it's just the ability to say no. Because usually, self-control, we have to tell ourselves no. Um, but, so what does the Bible say about self-control in our lives? Um, in, in Galatians, most everyone knows this one. In, in Galatians, um, when we're born again, the Holy Spirit comes to live with us, and we should show the fruits of the Spirit in our lives. So, In 22 and 23, it says, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these. So there's a whole bunch there. The one we're talking about today is the one that's listed last there, self-control. How are you doing in these? If we were to be honest with ourselves, how are we doing in those in 22 and the last two in 23? How are we doing? You showing love to people? Not just people like yourself. You showing gentleness? Are you showing self-control? So that's, the, that's where we're at. In Titus, it says how we should live. So in Titus 2, 2 through 6, older men are to be sober-minded, dignified, what? Self-control, sound in faith, in love, and in steadfastness. Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to too much wine. They are to teach what is good, and so train the young women to love their husbands and children. And in 5 it says, to be self-what? Controlled, pure working at home, or pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands and the word of God and may not be reviled. And six, likewise, urge the younger men to be what? Self-controlled. So what's, what's, the, what's the thing there? Self-controlled. Not only for the older generation, not the older men, the older women, even the younger, 
men and women, we are to be self-controlled. Because, once again, we're going to talk about it, self-control is tough. It's tough, especially in the United States. It's tough because we have it at our fingertips. We have it on this. You know, most people don't have a computer at home. There's no home phones no more because they have this. It's all right here. Our fingertips are right there. Then in Proverbs, we hear from Solomon. In Proverbs, I mean in Proverbs. Yes, in Proverbs. I'm sorry. I wrote something wrong. Sorry. Proverbs 25, 28. A person without self-control is like a city with broken down walls. Now, why did cities have walls around them? Protect them from what? Enemies. Because you didn't want an enemy to come, right? Because it would take advantage. It would kill you. It would do other things. So a person without self-control is like a city without broken down walls. So what is our lives like without self-control? Chaos? What else? Do we skirt the line a little bit if we don't have self-control? So think about this. Solomon was one of the wealthiest and smartest men ever. But he didn't even follow his own words. I mean, first off, he had 700 wives. I don't know what he was thinking to have 700 wives. You know, and, and, but once again, that wasn't even the bad part. He went against God because he says, hey, don't associate with these other areas. And that's where he pulled the wives from. And then once again, he had more wealth than... As people say, Heinz has pickles. What that means, I have no idea, but I just thought I'd throw it in there today. I don't know. Maybe Heinz has a lot of pickles. I don't know. Um, But he had so much wealth, he bought whatever he wanted to buy. And his wives and everyone else, they drew him away from God and what he was supposed to be doing. Why? Because he lacked self-control. Now, none of us have those issues. I know. We don't. We don't have that. Um, And if we as born-again believers, we do pretty well with self-control on the big things, right? Because our Christian culture, we put up these little walls, these little picket fences for our Christian culture or what we call Christian culture, and we play pretty good inside of those fences, okay? Because we know if we go up here, I can't go and murder somebody, right? If I go over here, I know it's not right to be, you know, to steal a car or have grand theft. I can do those things because I can stay inside of this pen. But what we're going to talk about today is the lack of self-control in areas that we don't really want to talk about. Okay? Because once again, it's easy. I know I don't I can't murder somebody. I, I just know it's it's not right. Because then the self-control comes in and I go, no. Or the grand theft, or, you know, for some of us, adultery is one of those big things, but for others it's not. But that's one of those big stereotypical things as Christian culture that we're not supposed to talk about and we're not supposed to go there, okay? But with with this being said, where are you playing inside this Christian culture? That's a real question. And only you can have the real answer. Because I can look at it, others can look at your life from the outside and say, we know, 
or what you say or, or especially now with social media and everything else, what you post, it's out there forever. It's real. Whether you like it or not. So if y'all see me in some skimpy shorts, I apologize. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Because that would be lack of self-control. Okay? So don't, I'm just kidding. Um, but this is where we want to spend time today. And, and, and so are you like Solomon where you say the right things, but your actions say otherwise? So Solomon, very brilliant man. He knew what to say, but when push came to shove, when the rubber met the road, his things were different, right? And so are you able to, do, you, do your desires control you? Or do you, with the help of God, control your desires? So let me say that again. Do your desires control you? And, and I want you to notice the second part. Because I didn't say, do you control your desires? Because we're not able to do it by ourselves. And that's what we truly need to understand. We can't do it by ourselves. And if you're not, and, and so we're going to go through some of these areas where we skirt self-control. And then we're going to get the, to the answers or to the, to the remedies of it. And, and that is where it comes in. Do your desires control you, or do you, with the help of God, control your desires? And that's where we've got to be very clear of, do, your, do you have it with God to help you control it? So, and, and as I said, are you able to say no? Are you able to say no? Whether it's helping people. It's good to help people, Right? But sometimes you have to say, no. It's good to work, right? Sometimes you've got to say no to that overtime or no to that assignment. Sometimes you have to say no, okay? So I need six kids real quick because it's a fourth Sunday. We have our school-age kids in here. So I need six kids real quick. Jonathan, come here, buddy. No, get out of here. All right, come here, come here, come here, Brooklyn, come here. Um, come on, come on, Bonnie Kate. So Jonathan, go over there, please. Come on, come on, take the sign, take the sign. Walk over there, walk to the edge. Come on, take the sign. Come on, come on, come on, sweet girl. Come on, Chandler. Come on, Nicholas. Come on, Jacob. All right, you go next. Take that, walk down there, hold it in front. Take that, hold it in front. Take that one, hold it in front. Take that, hold it in front. All right? So, spread out a little bit so I can see it. Come on down here, Chandler, a little bit. Jacob, come over this way a little bit. Okay? So, real quick, so we got food and drink. Hold it up, Jacob, don't be crazy. Anger and temper. Money. Our mouth or tongue. Eyes, computer, and video games. So, none of us lose self-control in any of those areas, right? None of us do. And I don't know if this is going to work, but we're going to try it. So, it, you know, be, be, it's okay. I'm trained. I slept, I slept at the Holiday Inn last night. Okay? So don't worry about any of this stuff. This is, this is fine, okay? But as those kids stand up there, 
Um, I didn't bring my instructions, so we'll see if I remember what I'm supposed to do. I think it was something like this. You put it in here. I think that's good. I think it was a little bit of this. I think a little bit of that. Um, oh, it was some of this. So, so food and drink, um, temper and anger. I think it was a little bit of that. Uh, money, mouth, eyes, video games. And then, of course, I left a couple blank because I want you to put whatever you lack self-control in on this. Because those are just the ones that I probably lack a lot of self-control and all that stuff. But there's, there, I, you know, there's other ones, blank ones, that we could hold up that we could put whatever ours is because that's just what I came up with when I was, when, what the Lord showed me. Um, so with this, now once again, I don't know anything about bacon, but this, is, now this isn't bacon, like pork bacon. This is like bacon, like a cake, okay? So don't get excited that it was bacon. This is baking. Um, so I don't know how long yeast will last. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know how long. Hey, if this is your first time here, please come back. It's, it's, it's not always like this, I promise. But uh, um, I don't know, Jacob. Um, but yeast, I don't know how long it will last once you open. I don't know. And then once again, we don't ever use yeast in our pantry, so it was already expired. So I was, I was proud that it worked yesterday. Um, but my water really isn't warm here. But... Part of our VBS is is about love and how he saved us and, and some of that stuff. And, and we'll be doing experiments like this in VBS, but it'll be under a controlled environment, unlike it is right now. Um, <laughs> hey, can y'all get up there on, on top, just in case? <laughs> I, I don't know what's going to happen. That's the problem. Just like... When you lose self-control, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't. And that's the problem because we like to play inside our box and go here and just like the vacuum where you have it and it goes and it goes by itself. So it hits this and it bounces back. And so when we play inside of our box with the RoboVac, we're the RoboVac, we know if we hit this wall, we can come back. All right? But when we lose self-control, it's always not that easy. Okay? And that's the problem. So this experiment here... Did I pour it? I think I poured it through here. Um, sorry. Let's put it in the middle just in case. We'll fold this up. Uh, just in case. I don't know, dude. We'll find out. You do that because you got eyes. Um, protect your eyes. Um, but so think about this. So as I'm getting ready to do this, food and drink. And I'm not talking, it doesn't have to be about alcohol. It doesn't, okay? But that is where people lose self-control is with alcohol. And I, I was helping somebody move this week, and a gentleman said something real neat when it talked about food and drink. Because a lot of times, I'm not talking about being obese, but the United States is the most obese country in the world. Why? Because we have more food than we can shake a stick at. we got more fast food restaurants than we know what to do with, and we eat at 10 o'clock at night. Okay? So... When I'm saying food and drinking, it might be that you don't need that second bowl of ice cream or you don't need that second helping of mashed potatoes. 
or if it's drinks, you don't need to drink a 12-pack of soda every day. Okay, so we can talk about a whole big things because it might not be your lack of self-control. This one might not be. It might be this one. But the neat thing about this is, is this one, a friend of ours, uh, a story is that somebody liked to partake in adult beverages. They had an adult beverage. Maybe they had one too many. They didn't have self-control. Okay? Um, so they had, self, they, they had a couple adult beverages. And that lack of self-control of how many to have resulted in anger and temper. And there was an issue with their children. And then it just the trickle-down effect just keeps going on where this individual is not allowed to see their children because a lack of self-control in this realm which moved to this realm which now just has the family in shambles. Why? Because you didn't say no. Okay? So this is... So what's supposed to happen, when I pour this in here, it's supposed to just start bubbling, okay? Now, I hope it works, because that's what, that's the, one, it's VBS, and two, it's going to tell us when we lack self-control, when we lack self-control, this is what's going to happen to our life. When we lack self-control, it's going to just keep bubbling over into other areas of your life. Okay, so that's the scary thing because we don't want to look at it like that because once again, we want to play in our box because I'm not murdering anybody. I'm not having affairs with anybody. I'm not embezzling money from the bank. I'm just ate too much. Right? Or the anger and temper. So it just bubbled over. So think about this in a sports analogy. I love sports. I, I don't love it. I like it. I, I love Jesus. I love my wife. I like sports, but I really like sports. And and so a prime example is Brazil just lost in Copa America soccer, okay? Because their number one player, Neymar, couldn't control himself, and he tried to headbutt somebody, okay? So he was suspended for two games. So they came to a shootout, and they lost in the shootout. Does that mean if he had been there, they would have won? I don't know but they would have had a better chance of winning. But because he didn't have self-control in this avenue, the anger and temper, what happened? He didn't have a shot. So let's go to this one. Because we know we're in church, we all want to talk about money up in church. Yeah, you can have some. You can have it. Here. You got money. So, with money, let's be real, okay? In America, I think the average is $7,000 in credit card debt. The average, okay? So, that means some probably have $60,000 and some have zero. But with money, you can go in two different areas. Is it, do I spend too much and I don't have it? Right, Sean, in our, in our demonstration today? Right? Because... With Sean, I talked about, hey, he wanted a new pair of shoes and it cost 80 bucks, but he didn't have 80 bucks. So he put it on his credit card, but it was $5 a month interest. So before we paid off these shoes, the shoes cost $120 for $80 worth of shoes. He says, that's no good. I said, exactly. So with money, are we able to talk to our kids about it? Do, are we able to show them what it's supposed to be like? Because 
Even if you have more money than you need, you're not putting in a credit card debt. Are you being like Solomon and spending it and making yourself feel like, I deserve it, I got it, I can do whatever I want? And then how will that, how will your lack of, of self-control in money maybe go to your mouth, right? Because if I have money, Mr. Shea, you can't tell me, okay? Because I'm eight digits. Eight? That's not much, is it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm way off now. So, Mr. Shea, you can't tell me what to do because I make this much money. So I can say blah, 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 blah to you. And so because I had a lack of self-control in money, it came over to my mouth. Right? And so, once again, we don't think the little gossips, the water cooler talk, the Facebook post, the tweet, the Snapchat, the Instagram, the text. We don't think about all that. Because why? Because it's not murder. It's not adultery. It's not grand theft. It's not any of that stuff. Because we can, we can control it, we think. But it, it leads into other areas which just causes chaos in our life. And so, eyes. Eyes. I have a whole bunch of verses for these, but I'm way out of time and I don't want to get in trouble. Um, so with eyes and Psalms, it's not on the board, so just Psalms 101.3, it says this, I will refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar. I hate, I hate all who deal crookedly. I will have nothing to do with them. Or in Job 31.1, men, this is mainly for us because we're very visual. We are very visual. That's how God has created us. Job 31.1, I made a covenant with my eyes not to lust at young women. Oh, I got it. Eyes. Eyes fell out. It can happen. It can happen. So, so think about that, guys. Mainly guys. Hold on, Jacob. Mainly guys is Job 31.1. I made a covenant with my eyes not to look at a young woman. And it could be for women, not to, not to lust after men. It could be that second look. And, and why? Because that eyes, the lack of self-control in eyes, can move you into... This part here, the computer and video games, of looking at things we shouldn't look at. Okay? That's okay, Miss Chandler. You just lost your mouth. Your teeth fell out. But we don't want to think about it like that. We don't want to put these things together of how they lack self-control. Okay? So a, a, a person came up to me today and said, Hey, I love to watch movies. And I said, What kind of movies? And he said, oh, I like X-Men and the Avengers. And I said, you know what? I've never seen one of them. His eyes, his eyes got like this big. And, and I explained to him, I, we don't watch many PG-13 movies because PG-13 movies have some bare-bottom people in it. And I can't do that because my previous life, I was very bad. And I've removed myself from that. And there's language in there that I don't want to revisit. And so that's just me. Because why? I had to say no to something I know that was wrong for me. Because my eyes, the ears aren't up here, but my eyes would have made it come over here to the computer and looked at images that Jeff Grant shouldn't look at. And as parents, if we can't control our own, how can we raise these the next generation, to understand, to say no to those things. 
Because that's the scary part. Because then you're going to bubble out like that. Because we don't, bless you, we don't know to say no. We don't say no to say no. And then once again, like I said, computers and video games, it's everywhere today. I've never played the shoot 'em up games. I don't even know what they're called now. What, what's, what is it? What's well, like the Grand Theft Auto, right? That's a bad one. Right, first person shooters, Grand Theft Auto, where you're running from the cops, you're dealing drugs, you're trying to win women, you know, or the, or the halos where you just sit there and you just wait down and hunker and blow someone's. Maybe. I don't know what that is either. So we're not going there, Jacob. I got I, 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 I got to stay in control because I just got to. So whatever Jacob said, there's some video games I don't know about. But video games are real. Because if we sit in there in front of them all day, that becomes reality. And I know nobody in this room, on the computer side, no one in this room has ever portrayed themselves as somebody they're not. Right? I know, because we wouldn't do that. We're Christians. We're born-again believers. We only tell the truth. We only want to be up front and honest with people. Now, granted, I have put my head on a butt. I'm just kidding. I haven't. I haven't. haven't. But I know some, you know, back in the day, MySpace and some other things, those social medias before social media was cool, I'm sure some of us have told stories about ourselves which are not true. Okay, if you've ever been on a dating site, you might know. Just saying. Just saying. But the lack of self-control, the food and drink, the anger temper, the eyes, the mouth, Jacob's money, the computer, the video games, those are real. Where are we at? Where are you at? All right, y'all can go sit down. Y'all go sit down. Y'all go sit down. Where are we at? Where are we at? Yeah, give me around. Give me around. Because last time I did it, I brought like balloons. And the balloons were stuck in the ceiling and nobody got the message because we're all worried about the balloons up there. So this time I brought signs. They could only fall down and I could pick them up. Last time it went up and there was only balloons. Um, but with that, so now there's some remedies. As I try to hurry up so we can go. So on remedies, Second Peter 1, 5 through 7 2 Peter 1, 5 through 7. In the view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence, and moral excellence with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with patient endurance, and patient endurance with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love for everyone. Now, let's get real. Love for everyone doesn't mean you're okay with what everyone does. Okay? So let's be real. All right? Because the Bible's very clear. It says we're to love. And just because we love you doesn't mean I say, hey, what you do is okay. Right? So we we ought to love everyone. And then Philippians 4, 8. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true. And where do we get what is true from? From the Bible. It's the, word, it's the, it's the truth. Thought, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. 
Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. So once again, as we try to figure out these little things, these little sins, these little things where we skirt the edges, how do we in our everyday life make sure we can say no to them? That second helping of ice cream, that third bag of gummy bears, you know, that 18th can of soda. How do we say no? Think about it. And in Galatians 5, 16, So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. This is one's pretty simple. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. How can we allow the Holy Spirit to guide our lives? Seek Him. Prayer. What else? Listen. Waiting. Stay tuned in. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives, then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. Because once again, we like it. You just got to figure out how to say no to it. And it, especially for us parents. If your child hasn't caught you reading your Bible, shame on you. Grandparents. If your grandchildren haven't caught you reading the Bible, shame on you. And when I say caught, I mean, you know, once again, it doesn't say go out there on the street corner and, and, and just pray like everyone, like you're the best of the best. But they should know that's what you do. They should know that's where you go for resolve. They should know that's what your life is dependent upon. Because in the last days, this one's not up there, in the last days, 2 Timothy 3.3 3 says, They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander each other and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. Kind of looks like what's happening today, if you want to be real. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. Are people saying that about you? Are you unloving? Do you have hate? What does your life say? That's what we got to think about. As we walk out of here today, that's what we got to think about is what is our life saying? 1 Peter 2.11 Dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very souls. I'll be honest. I'm glad I'm just here in a tent. Because I don't know how much more I could take. Dear friends, I warn as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war Against your very souls. So what's waging war against you today? What are you mixed up in that you don't need to be mixed up in? Parents? What are your kids seeing you do that they shouldn't be seeing you do? Grandparents? 
Same thing. What are they seeing you do that you shouldn't be doing? And the only way we know what we shouldn't be doing is diving in the Word, chasing Him, pursuing Him, on our knees, on our face, saying, Lord, show me because I don't get it. Because if we got it, we didn't need Him. And if you're telling yourself you got it, you're lying to yourself. And if you got it, can I come live at your house? Because I don't have it. We've got to be real with ourselves. We've got to be real with our children about our faults, where we fell, where we are today, where we're trying to go, where the gospel's trying to go, where the world's trying to go. If you try to hide your kids from it, you're setting them up for disaster. Because we can't figure it out. And we've lived those lives. So if they can't figure it out... So closing... Where are you at saying no? Where is your self-control at today? And I'm talking about the big ones, we know. It's the little ones. And like I said, we can put, you can put whatever you want on here. You can put whatever you want on here about where you lack. And don't worry. Nobody's going to judge you. Because we're all there. We're all dirty. We want, we, 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 granted, he's cleaned us, but we all fall down every day when I say dirty. We all fall down every day. We, just, we fall down in different areas. And that's what we got to think about. So once again, as we close, I, I, it's, it's on my heart. Where are you lacking self-control today? Don't leave this place without dealing with it. If you need somebody to pray with you, I'm here. Jackie's here. Bruce is here. I mean, women, you know, there's other women in here. Sherry's here. Britt's here. You know, Jody's here. Don't leave without dealing with where you're lacking self-control. Because just as I said, the story of the self-control, the food and drink that led to anger, they can't see their family. Family can't support themselves. The kids don't know what to think. Society doesn't know what to think. So that's like a five-fold, all because lack of self-control in this one teeny tiny area went haywire. We don't look at it like that. And that's the scary part. And as a church, we're broken. We're trying to get up. We struggle well. I always remember Daryl telling me that. Hey, struggle well. But don't. Love on your brothers and sisters. Love on your brothers and sisters as a body, not just cornerstone, as the body, as the church. We all got to come together and be unified about what we're going after. And that's serious. So love on your brothers and sisters. This week a lot of people are out traveling, sickness, jobs, whatever the case may be. Reach out to somebody this week. Um, and, and as we talked about, we've got to pray for Ricky. Um, and after Will comes up and plays the last song. <laughs> as Will's coming up to play the last song, after that, uh, Bruce is going to come up and give a little uh, 
uh, a little info about the search team and where they're at and, and what the next steps are for Cornerstone. Um, but let me just pray for, for, for the lack of self-control as Will comes up to, to sing this last. And, and if you need someone to come pray with you uh, while Will's praying, uh, playing, hey, I'll be here and there will be some ladies here uh, to, to pray with you. I do me, Father, Lord, we thank you for today. Lord, we thank you for the kids being in here. And, Lord, we just pray that they heard something today that would, would trigger them, whether it's too much time on the video games or, or too much of their mouth not saying things they should to their parents or their teachers. Lord, but you would really just speak to us where we lack self-control in those small areas that are bleeding over into the other areas. And, Lord, we, just, we, we come here and pray for Ricky and, and, and Cresha and Jude and Emma. Lord, and everyone involved in this case. And Lord, we just thank you for how awesome your doctors and hospitals are. That can, we, can, we can fix this in a matter of minutes. That is so awesome. But Lord, all of our hearts, Lord, we need to exercise our hearts. Lord, not only for the, the, the tent life we're in here, but exercise it in the Word. Lord, we've got to make it strong, Lord, so we can love and we can have self-control. Lord, for Cornerstone, Lord, my heart is, Lord, that you would just strengthen us from the inside out and send us out into the streets. And, Lord, just let us be that loving church that preaches the word of you, preaches the gospel, Lord, and we don't, we don't waver on that. Lord, I pray for every heart that's in here, Lord, that could be struggling with somewhere where they lack self-control and they think they're the only ones that have it. Lord, I guarantee you they're not. And Lord, how do we break that pride of them to sit there and go, Lord, I'm, I'm vulnerable. Lord, help me. Lord, once again, thank you for allowing me to be a vessel. Lord, I pray for this body. I pray for this county. I pray for northeast Georgia. Lord, for all the lost souls, people that are going to end up dying and going to hell, Lord, that we would not refrain from going and sharing our story, sharing the gospel with you. Lord, we love you and we praise you. And all God's people said, Amen. Thank you for listening today. We hope this message was a blessing to you. To learn more about our church or our media ministry, you can visit us online at www.corner-stone.org or find us on Facebook.